welcome back to another episode of Chill with Phil. It's November 30th. December's just peeking around the corner. As always, I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Mikey. Mikey, how you doing? Good. I think I think we jump I think we jumped the shark. I think this is actually going to be a bad episode based on who who's on it, so I think we should really end the podcast at some point soon. But given that we are doing it, is there anything you want to say to our viewers? Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the protest stuff. All right, because I, I got to tell I thought you. what I said covered it. Uh, I think they got to hear the words. Okay, all right. That's good to know. For That's a good note. I mean, I got a text today that said, like, we need Mikey to keep up the protest. So the movement's gaining steam. Well, anyway, how was, uh, how was your Thanksgiving, you Mikey? It was friggin' tight, dude. Lost, uh, lost, uh, lost some dumps in the toilet. I was gonna say lost money, but I tried to change it, and now it's stupid. You're gonna have to edit this in the end. No, uh, again, Anchor was uh, annoying last week too, and I tried to edit John and Jordan's episodes. Both terrific. Go check them out when you have a moment. And we're not doing edits, so. But but so what I said made no up. sense. I. It is what it is. Anyway. I'm sorry. Um, on to Mikey's favorite section of this week and every week, uh, Phil's thoughts. So I was reading an article this morning, an interview, actually. I studied the great interviewers to, you know, hone my craft. Um, and it was in the New York Times with uh, Paul McCartney. And kind of the theme of the interview was how everyone knows Paul McCartney's stories already and how that is actually very annoying to him. And it made me one think of Mikey, who has, I'd say, bits that he says to a lot of different people and how inhibitive that would be to Mikey, my co-host, if like everyone knew his bits before they even met him. But then it made me think of this actual podcast we're doing now, because we had a great moment with Jordan, I think, where we heard a story of his that it felt like we should have known about pledging. And like we didn't know it. And it was so great to hear it for the first time. And it really redoubled my belief in why we're doing this podcast, because it's to hear those stories from old friends. All this is to say, we're not stopping the podcast. I have a feeling what they're going to be, but on to my favorite section, Mikey's thoughts on Phil's thoughts. Point one. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, our guest this week, I'm pretty excited. Um, he's a friend from high school that Mikey and I are both pretty fond of. Uh, we have a pretty special bond. We were middle infield team together for four years minus one year where I was moved down to designated hitter or moved up but uh he's a great guy a husband father of two uh Mikey anything you want to say about our guest he also watches he were he's also part of our our uh Sherlock Holmes crew which is That's just right just oh, I was just watching watch. Sherlock Holmes Game of Shadows underrated sequel <laughs> Uh, anyway, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Donnie. Donnie. I'm surprised you didn't, surprised you didn't lead with the Holmes, to be honest. Uh, that's fair. I guess I thought maybe like it was more special, just us two in the infield, but I should include Mikey more. That has been listener feedback. Well, How are you, Donnie? Donnie? Doing well. Honored to be on the podcast. Yeah. About the... By the way, the the everyone knowing Mikey's bits, the the losing dumps in the toilet was new. That was exciting. <laughs> it's true, and it killed. Yeah, <laughs> that was exciting for me. Once again, I wanna I wanna apologize to Sharon, the one the 
uh, one of two people that listen to this podcast. Dude, we said we wouldn't call out our listeners by name. It weirds them <laughs> out. Really sorry about that, Neil. Um, anyway, uh, should we get this puppy started? Your dad. What was that to me? Were you talking to? Podcast. I guess either of you guys. I know it's a little bit late, but come on. I just, I just want your dad's going to hate that you said you want to get this puppy started. I got to be honest. I don't think my dad listens. Just so you, you, don't have a, you don't have a guest thoughts segment? For some uh, we, it's Guests usually just bombard us with them. But before we get to that, real quick, I think my dad's protesting the show because my mom told him one too many times how great Mike, Mike's episode was. And I heard my dad's <laughs> feelings that. that my mom didn't say that about his. And so he's just off it. Anyway, uh, yes, before we get started, uh, guests' thoughts. Donnie, what do we got? Well, well, I have thoughts on Phil's thoughts. Yeah, that's usually what guests do. So did, you, did either of you watch the Fresh Prince reunion on HBO Max? I read about it, didn't watch it. No, but I saw the trailer and Alfonso Ribeiro says, how do I, how have I known you for this long? And I didn't hear that story. Okay, so that's what I wanted to reference. But <laughs> do you know what he was talking about? No. no. Basically, like, so Will Smith explained, like, the origin story of, like, how the show started. Uh-huh. And it's been, whatever, I'm not going to get the whole story, but it's this whole thing about he was at this producer's party in, like, you know, 1989 or 1990, whenever the show started. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, they brought him into the back and he's like, oh, you need a, he was just a rapper at the time. He hadn't acted in anything really. And he was like, oh, you need to do, like, we have this whole show written out, whatever it is. And, like, basically, it's the origin story, like, how the show came to be. Yeah. Sponsor Ribeiro was like, Oh, how have I known you all this time and not known the story? It's like how there's no way he didn't know that story. Yeah, that well, that's for sure not true. Yeah, I yeah, agree. For sure not true. But this neither of you saw it, so I'm just telling you. About maybe it. he forgot it. You know, he's done a lot of State Farm commercials. I don't know. I mean, you know, I didn't know that was him for a long time. That's I think Rubiero. I think Rubiero's uh, Fresh Prince credit is pretty pretty important to him. That's true. Um, wait, speaking of not knowing if someone's someone, do you guys know the Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Capital One Christmas sure commercial? Yeah, who didn't know that, that was JT? My dad got dead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to pick on you. <laughs> he doesn't listen anyway. No apology necessary. That's true. But is it weird that they got like the most famous, maybe second most famous Scientologist ever to play Santa Claus? Well, I think it was just a reunion bit. I don't think the Santa oh. matters. From that movie, uh, that movie back in the day, Bodyguard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Well um, all right. Well, we're gonna run out of time too soon, and I, I got some burning questions for for Donnie. Uh, we kick it off uh, with the same question every week. Do you think you could beat Nate Robinson? Sorry. Um, what do you consider in your life up to this point to be your proudest moment? <laughs> And I will say, usually when people say kids, it's a pretty lame answer. Can we talk about Nate Robinson and I can just, <laughs> I can just skirt this one? <laughs> I'm going to need a moment, but then we can immediately pivot and talk about Nate Robinson for a little bit because it bums me out a lot. I'm, prepared. I'm getting grilled. Like, I don't know. What do people normally say? Let's run back the answers you've gotten for this. Yeah. Uh, this is where Sound Guy Dan is actually really helpful. Ladies and gentlemen, Sound Guy Dan isn't here and it feels weird. Um, Mike said, really did this bad. because of Sound Guy Dan and he's not even here. What did Mike say? Mike said... Um, oh, graduating? Yeah, graduating college. Good Jordan answer. said the army. Uh, Jesus. John said uh, the, keeping the band together. Yeah. My dad said our bar mitzvahs. 
Epstein's uh, Josh E said uh, Homer. <laughs> and this, this one was crazy because I hadn't heard this story, which doesn't. You could have just left sense. it at Epstein, and then no one would have known what you were talking about. <laughs> no, but he's labeled oh, as Josh. Don't, don't we double down on it, Donnie. Jeez, he's labeled as Josh E. Okay, we're fan centric. We need sound guy Dan real bad. We really do. The wheels are coming off, Donnie. Give us a proud moment. Hey, but Donnie, Josh, uh, yeah, Josh I mean, is Josh is since you definitely didn't listen. Is he hit a he hit a homer in a charity softball game off Jim Layritz? It was that is awesome. the coolest thing. I, I met Ron Baker one time. Is that your proudest moment ever? Yeah, it was, I mean, I think about it all like basically every day. <laughs> all right, uh, he's married. He's got two kids. Well, I was good. I mean, I would have said kids, but like, I mean, Mikey really shamed me out of that one right away. Well, could we do a quick pivot, Mikey, based on our first guest ever who questioned himself? This was Al we're talking about. Uh, fourth if, guest, technically. The fourth guest. If I had to ask, are you more proud of having your kids or getting married? Would you have a definitive answer? Uh, yeah, I'd say kids. All right. Al begs to differ. He says anybody can have kids. Well, almost. Anybody can get married, my man. I, yeah, I don't think he picked up on that but bit, though. There's a weird line to hear. Okay, uh, Ron Baker. Uh, Mikey, what do you got for our guest? Uh, hey, Duns. What's up, man? Tell us about a time you failed. What'd you learn? Uh, before I met Ron Baker, I tried to meet Ron Baker a couple times. <laughs> and, then, and, then you learned, and then you learned his whereabouts? If that's actually true, you're my hero. <laughs> no, that's definitely not true. A time I failed. Um, this feels like an, this feels like a like a job interview, not like a friend interview. Yeah, dude, we're grilling you. No, um, it's like in a friendly way. You don't. Time I failed. Turn it into a. Oh. I have a good time where you succeeded, and then I learned something from it. Not the question. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right, one time, uh, three of our friends uh, got the answers to a to a test, and. Um, Two of them, Donnie being one of them, and two of them. Was this got, a language a language test? Yes, it was Our a language test. Two of them got a hundred percent, and Donnie got a ninety, I believe. Strategy. It's called strategy. <laughs> and Donnie, Donnie actually forgot one, but you know what that is? That's McLovin saying he's twenty-five on his ID. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other two, the other two got in trouble for cheating because there's no chance they would have gotten hundreds. Yeah, but you guys are more. But Donnie got a ninety, and he got away with it. I'll just say, and this isn't to insult our guests that we don't believe in that, there is a school of thought out there that I've heard that you didn't do it on purpose and that you just failed. I just said you didn't do it on purpose. There's no, of course I didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) Oh, well, that counts as failing. We didn't, because we don't need to to get into the specifics of, of what happened, but I think it wasn't exact. I mean, there was some, there was still some, intelligence that needed to be applied <laughs> and the other two people had that over you that's where i have a little confusion but yeah and that i think the lesson is you succeeded by failing there i appreciate that and, oh. and it's true um well cool diving into something a little well actually equally personal so donnie uh his family moved from a city to a suburb we won't get more specific than that uh in the middle of high school and i'm just curious looking back how how do you feel about that leaving you know the center of it all to go to uh suburbia yeah it was hard it was a tough moment for us were you um, like very against it or it's very strong word no i i think i think it was like 
you know, it was, it was like I knew what needed, what the family needed. You know what I mean? It was like, a, mm. <laughs> it was like, this is what needs to be done in order for like, you know, the, the fam unit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I was moving to like Memphis or some. Or like we have big listenership in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, now I gotta edit that. Jesus. I it's usually Mikey. I got, all right, Mikey, next. I'm still like within earshot of all my buds. <laughs> um hey, Don, what's something you learned about yourself during COVID? Uh something I learned about myself. I don't really mind a whole lot being by myself. But I think a lot of people learn that. I don't think that's such a good I was going to say, that's been a pretty common answer on CWP. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's been, the, uh, obviously, like, it's been frustrating. We don't need to, like, get into, like, the like the politics of it. But, like, yeah, it's something that's been frustrating. I should have said politics. We don't do politics. to count those ballots. <laughs> we, do, we, we do believe in counting ballots. That's as political as we get. Four more years. <laughs> uh yeah every every ballot should be counted i agree yeah, with that we, we agree on that okay yeah i think we can all agree there uh no yeah people just I, I think there's a lot of fear and i think a lot of it is legitimate um but i just think i don't know it's been frustrating to just like live in this in this crazy world for so long but but again that's that's not anything unique to me and everyone everyone's like challenge is different with this stuff like people can say oh you know like you know, that what I'm going through is so hard. And this is really true about everything, but it's like everyone's situation right now is like really hard. And like yeah. you talk, the more people you talk to, the more you realize it's true. Yeah. I think that's very wise. Like I said on my family Zoom call, I think this year has taught a lot of people how to be more empathetic because that relates to what you just said. That's like, true. Well, I, I, I think the good, I think the good people have become more empathetic. Yeah. 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 You're just a jerk. You're just a jerk. You know, like people who don't want to count the votes. Mikey, count the friggin' votes. Count some of the votes. Don't count <laughs> other specific votes. Well, okay. Here, here's one we've gotten to ask a couple of our uh, past Is this the most political this podcast has gotten? I pretty much say count the votes every episode. Yeah. As long as we don't deviate too far from that, we're pretty much on the same level. But Pop, uh, but Pop voted for the Cheeto. Right. Can we talk Second Amendment for a second? <laughs> yeah. Um, what, uh, quick pivot, what has surprised you most about being a parent? Um, so there's a comedian named Louis C.K. who, <laughs> well, okay, let me just get the edit button out now. Go he's, on. He's got, yeah, wow. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> last week Lynch mentions Cosby now this <laughs> come on I think here let me let me let me backtrack I think we've got 10 minutes left we need to really hustle oh wow it's coming down I see it I think before you're a parent there's like a lot of things you, you say to yourself like like when this kid's born like I'm gonna be I'm gonna answer every single question and be so attentive every second and then like now that I have a kid who's like over three years old and some kind sometimes can get like extremely toddlery mm -hmm. like you you just realize that all the things that you said you were going to do aren't necessarily going to come to fruition but there are certain comedians who have funny jokes about that and that do you feel about. do you feel bad about that or like you think it's like the right decision for everyone no yeah i mean obviously it's it's disappointing sure it's like 
I said I was going to do all these things. And now that, you know, you try as best you can, obviously, I mean, that's all we can do, but it's just, you know, it's not realistic. Right. Oh, that's interesting. I think you went for best uh, surprise father answer. Frankly, our first oh. two weren't very good. So, um, well, all right, Mikey. Um, hey, Dons, what movie do you think you've quoted the most in your life? And what does that say about you? In my life? Great question, that's Mikey. A, that's a tough call. I'd probably say Step Brothers. If I had to guess, I don't know that that's true, but I think if you like, if you like pull the tapes, mm -hmm. we have if, it's, if it's not one, it's like in the top two or three. Yeah. Other guesses are, are probably super bad. I mean, it's the movies we like talked about when we were in like, right, like high school, probably. Right. I don't yeah, like yeah. go around quoting it to my three-year-old. And, and what do, what do you think that says about you? Yeah. I didn't really pay attention so much to that second part of the question. Terrible question. Now. Say so now it's not good. Uh, what does that mean? I, don't know. I like to laugh. I like, I like funny things. There you go. All right. Uh, here's a thinker for you. And I'm probably the one question I'm actually curious to hear your answer. I'll, I'll cut that. Um, are you... <laughs> what are we doing here? What did I just waste 15 minutes on? I'm catching up with my old buddy. I don't get to see a lot, even though we live in the same town, which we won't Carry see on. what town that is. Um, do Suburb. you ever root for a sports team that you support? to tank and we both know that you root for teams that are bad and like yeah yeah do I, do. I think it's i think like look there's your heart and there's your brain right you don't want to see your team lose it hurts but mm -hmm. like there's no like last year two years ago there's no you know, there's no point of of watching a uh a, a northeastern uh <laughs> large market nba team well, the Sixers were pretty good no 20 um, games so you just you didn't watch the games and you would root for them to lose? Or? No, I'd watch them because I like to watch the player development. I like watching the rookies. Like I want to see who you know who has potential, who doesn't. But he, like I won't be like uh, you know at that point I wouldn't be like furious if they if they you know it's still it's still frustrating and you don't want to. It's it's definitely hard to watch them lose night after night. I know we have a we have a mutual friend who I know can never ascribe to that and no matter what he's like no i want my team to win we don't talk about him because he's our yeah, pulled out from yeah. the show and i'll never i'll never understand that that point of view the the point of view is that he's annoying yeah um, it's called being wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. will he ever listen to this no way right no he's uh no. hey uh okay so donnie it's recently been discovered that my percentages for the previous episodes have been has been way off this is news to me your percentages yeah yeah around 50 percent only because we have two listeners and he's one of them what? we have 50 50 percent of our listeners are young business executives ah. what's some advice you'd give to a young business executive and then part b What's some advice you'd give to a young late night talk show producer? Okay, I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid I can't give advice to a late night talk show producer. Okay, bummer. Except for shoot your shot, bet on yourself. All right. Uh, I think yeah, it works for both. <laughs> yeah, that works. Works for most people. All right. Um, yeah, you gotta be no someone. Someone. Someone taught me this one time. I thought it was very very smart. Figure out what you don't know and then figure out how to know it. 
Mm. I like it. Okay, can we talk about fun stuff now? Yeah, almost there. Um, this is a Sound Guy Dan original. And even though he's not here, we still have to ask it. If you could put a quote on a billboard for the whole world to see, what would it say? Uh, <laughs> Again, I'm not editing this. A quote on a billboard. It's really, it's really a shame they're not editing this. Um, it's quote on a billboard. So, are you just doing the Deezus and Marrow thing? Like, like, what's your uh, neon sign? I don't know what those words you just said were. I don't watch Showtime. Who's the late night guy? Is it you? What calls you? No, one of our listeners, not not one of us. Okay, so the listener will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I know. Um, the day. I'm not AR a guy, the AOC interview changed the game. Keep going. That's that's what I'd say. Keep going. That's a good one. All uh, right. Yeah. All right. Um, what's your all-time favorite book? Wait, you guys don't know who Desis and Merrill are? I do. I'm not a psycho. Man. I said the Showtime thing because that's who they signed with when they sold out. You guys are really annoying. <laughs> what did you say, Mike? I think we're cool. What's your all-time favorite book? Uh, all-time favorite book. That's a good question. Like, mm, that's hard. Uh, I mean, like, I've read a lot of books recently that I like a lot, but I think, like, the nostalgia factor of stuff that I read when I was younger would take over. Uh, I don't know. That's a hard question, man. Probably like Harry Potter, but I'm such a that, that's really nerdy. Wow, a flex into a series, not a single book. I thought we would just talk about like movies and TV for for 20 minutes. This is like I just, kind of upsetting. I like asked you. I sent you an episode before. <laughs> we only listened to four minutes. I know. Sorry. Well. uh we're running out of time, so we're going to skip to the speed round. I know you don't know this, but we end with the speed round. It's not an original concept. Just give us the first answer that pops into your head. Um, and yeah, we got four of them. So uh, kicking it off, favorite James Franco performance? Uh, Pineapple Express. It's going between that and this is the end. What's the best song ever written? Pop wrote this question as in fill in the blank. The best song ever written is blank, but I yeah. feel like that's a weird way of saying it. I would have been fun. Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Uh, how many hours a night do you sleep on average? Like four not, and a half. Not enough. Um, four and a half. Uh, funniest thing one, so, so it's recently been, been said. By that, you. By many. That, that pops role like biggest role model of all time this is not uh, true used to host a show called kids say the darndest things bill cosby it's not true um, i told you it's the guy who was on the show louis on fx i forgot his name <laughs> and he the thing is pop was never a big fan of his comedy just like who he was as a person anyway what's the funniest things one of your kids has done or said recently uh just today i was uh i was we have a little tight soup and I was teaching, I was teaching her how to shoot it off the backboard, and it's called a bank shot. And she kept calling it a bang bong. <laughs> I want to do another bang bong. 
that's pretty that's funny. Good stuff. Luch, we should just pivot to a version of that show you mentioned about kids saying weird, funny things. I agree. You want to just get kids on? No, no, the parents. Um, anyway, we got a minute left. Donnie, I feel bad that you had different expectations. Do you want no, to this just... Has been, this has been great. I'm, I'm right. just messing around. Do you want to just talk yeah. about Superbad for a minute? Because it was frustrating me that you wouldn't acknowledge how ridiculous the scene is with the fake ID that Michael Sarah stares at it for like 20 seconds. And, says, and only, when, only when Jonah Hill gets it does he say, McLovin, one name. And Michael Sarah grabs it back and is like... The details. The amount of details he notices before that is, is really astounding. Like, the one name is staring you in the face. Yeah. It's, it's as if, like, he may as well have been like, your eye color is blue. Like, that's, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. But, but yeah, the, and the organ donor thing, like, I don't think, think I would ever notice that. No. Not even close. I was going to make one of the questions, like, what would you do if you were, like, Evan in the movie? But it didn't seem like an easy one to answer. Before we, before we continue to talk about this, I do want to say thank you, uh, Donnie, for being on the pod. Pop bad host, so he didn't. He doesn't thank you. For you know, some podcasts they have they have a guest on twice, and they do like two. <laughs>